I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12 gauge pump action shotgun chambered for three inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Are you addicted to social media? Is it the first thing that you check in the morning, the last thing that you see before you go to sleep? You're constantly grabbing your tablet, your your phone, and checking to see what's going on in the world and social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, you like everybody else. But there's a new study that says that avoiding social media platforms for one full week, imagine that, disconnecting from all of this for a full seven days. None of it. You can't touch it. You can't see. Ignore it. Just do, do something else. Ignoring that for one week significantly improved a person's well-being, lowered levels of anxiety, lowered depression. Psychologist Dr. Gregory Jantz is my guest. So what's next, Dr. J? Doctors might be prescribing, writing it up in a prescription, avoid social media for one or two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Well, we, some of us, some of us, need to do a technology detox. What's that look like? Well, maybe maybe start with one day a week. Maybe it's, I don't know, Sunday. And just say, I'm going to be off of it for one day. Just begin to see. I, now, I founded a place called The Center, A Place of Hope, and we have people come in from all over the country. And I can tell you there is detox from technology symptoms. I see the heart rate up. I see the sweaty palms. I see the headaches. And so it's all the classic signs of addiction and people are they're doom scrolling they're just scrolling away you know and it's always on the negative yeah. you know what we weren't wired for so much oversaturation of negative and what it does to our brain chemistry over time so it'll depress your brain make you anxious arguing with people some folks make the mistake of going down that hole they shouldn't and they can engage in a tit for tat back and forth why? You're wasting your life. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your emotion, wasting the opportunity to do something productively. Like just, you know, oh, I need to have the final word. They get, they start arguing with people online. That's one thing. Number oh, two, sure. you mentioned the news cycle, which social media is only an extension of the 24-7 news cycle. I'll tell you what, this week, anyone who would avoid the awful news in, in West Texas, i tell you what, I, I think they'd be much happier for it, not constantly hearing others, just the awful, heartbreaking we news. You know, we need to take some good self-care, uh, which sometimes means stepping back, taking a pause, and going, what are the things that I could be doing in my life that are creating more anxiety, uh, more depression? Oh, by the way, and I've got an incredible free depression anxiety survey that I'll give you in a minute okay. that you can take to see where you score, because it could be the steps, and I'll give you some, some free things. It's the steps you can take 
in order to begin to, to feel better and deal with this barrage of social media. You know, we know with our youth and our teens, um, it, it'll lower their self-esteem. Uh, going on social media, living in a digital world, does not cause you to feel good about yourself. And you know what I've noticed, doc, uh, Dr. Gregory Jantz, psychologist, my guest, what I've noticed, for yours truly, lack of sleep, fatigue, you compound a lot of negative stuff. And I'll be honest with you, Doc, this week I had one really bad day right after the West Texas Uvalde yeah, thing. Yeah. Lack of sleep, you know, for personal reasons and health reasons at home, just taking care of stuff. My goodness, midday it hit me really hard because it had been a constant. I'm sitting here just listening to the feeds and taking in some of the written stuff and the audio. And it's just and I've got little kids. I got a nine-year-old and fourteen-year-old, and yes. we make the mistake of you know personalizing this. You know, we put ourselves in their place, and then we internal. I internalize a lot of this stuff, and I stopped be- because of just the deep, awful sorrow that I'm sure millions of people experience. Next, but I stopped. I I went home and and I went. I realized I need. I just need to sleep. I need to sleep it off. And so about yeah. two hours That's later, right. uh, I felt a whole lot better. But it was, the sorrow is just awful. Yep. Oh, Lord help those folks you. in West Texas. Take a moment and pause and rest. It's all part of the, the mix of, of what you need to better mental health. Uh, so tell me about that checklist that you were mentioning earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to, I'm sorry, go to aplaceofhope, com. You'll see it on the tab there. Take the survey. It takes a little bit of time, but it's going to give you a lot of feedback, and uh, there's a lot of good just free resources you're struggling with that depression or anxiety, uh, you need some more ideas, uh, it's there for you. We want to help out, and we have way too many people anxious and depressed right now, and I get it. The folks who need a lot of help, I would imagine, would be on the front lines who respond to a scene like this. First responders, yeah. law enforcement, and of course the families. My goodness, it, this would be long-term help. Like. Probably years, I would imagine. We're dealing with significant trauma. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Doc. Pleasure speaking with Good you. Good to be with you. You All bet. Right. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler. Not just because you're in better looking loungewear, because most loungewear just sucks. You can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. I don't sit here, I don't care about telling you about how innovative it is. It feels like it's made from kittens. It's like angels sewed it with kitten fur. I don't know. But it's comfortable and you can lounge at home in it. It's great for summer because the lightweight, stretchy fabric. God bless innovation. So look, this is why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people dig themselves some Tommy John underwear and loungewear, or as I like to say, leisure wear. You can shop tommyjohn.com slash Dana now and get 20% off your first order. Tommy John fanatics are happy about this. And if you're not a fanatic, you will be. Get 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Dana. Check out them joggers. Check out them Henleys. TommyJohn.com slash Dana. See site for details. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So NASA has captured an eruption of a shark cano. NASA's Earth Observatory has released satellite images of an undersea volcano erupting. It was taken on May 14th by Operational Land Imager 2 on the Landsat 9 satellite. I don't know what that means. Uh, it shows a plume of discolored water being emitted from a subvolcano. 
and the submarine volcano. It's under the water. Uh, they, it's the Kavachi volcano in Solomon Islands. It's one of the most active, and it was dubbed Sharkano after a 2015 expedition to the site real, revealed that the crater was an unlikely home to two species of shark. Suggesting that large marine animals are able to exist in this extreme environment, tolerating hot and acidic water. So like a scalloped hammerhead and the silky shark and other multiple fish species. It's just actually kind of cool when you think about it. Uh, And then the word chief is no longer going to be used in job titles in San Francisco school districts. Yeah. Latest on gas prices and oil inventory extraction, all that Tim Snyder with MatadorEconomics.com going into Memorial Day weekend. I've noticed the past couple of days, Tim, that the price of gas has gone from an all-time high, close to 460. Oh, it's down a few cents, and you got a few dims out there doing a jig. Hey, look at that. Price is coming down. Mike, it's still at record high just a few days back. What's the trend right now with gasoline? Why is it coming down a few cents, and what do you think may happen going into summer? Well, I think we actually last week had a little bit of an increase in refinery runs, so that that certainly did help ease a little bit of the pressures at the pump, you know, even though it's just a couple of cents. It's not going to address what we're going to see from from now, literally now through, you know, just after the 4th of July. I think, this, of course, that's the peak drive season, and, and the highest demand for gasoline throughout the year is going to be right now this next month. Uh, but that's what that's what drew, drove prices down just a ha- just a t- just a hair, okay. and I was glad to be able to pay four dollars and twenty four cents uh-huh. yesterday. <laughs> How high did you see it up oh. in North Texas where you're at? Um, I saw it at the station that I buy gas, in, and I watch uh, Gas Buddy actually uh-huh. uh, to see you know where the best prices are. But I think I paid four thirty nine is the highest I had. I saw the. The highest I saw actually advertised as I drive out to the bank is is four fifty nine, but it's it's just a nutty price scenario right yeah. now. Isn't it crazy how AAA and all these people that are into monitoring tourism, they say about 39 million people are going to hit the road for the Memorial Day weekend despite the fact that gasoline is through the roof. It, if the demand is so high and production is increasing, refining a bit faster, can we keep the price somewhere in the low fours on, on average for, for most stations? You know, I think that's probably going to be what we're going to see for the year is keeping it, if we can get it back down to the low fours after the 4th of July. Um, I'm afraid we could have a, a slight spike um, as we get closer to, um, uh, to uh, uh, 4th of July. And you know maybe above 450, uh, and that's that's in Texas, not just the national average. Yeah. But you know, uh, it's 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 just a guess right now. If we get if the Russians do something goofy, if we have a hurricane, lots of ifs out there. Um, if inflation continues on the trends that it's been continuing, you know these are all issues that'll pull people back. But it's interesting that I talked to a couple uh, late yesterday afternoon, and they were about to get in their car and and drive to Destin, Florida from Dallas. And and I said, well, you know, the gasoline prices for that, you know, 10 and a half hour drive are going to just, you're double from what you would have done years past. I said, yes, but we've been cooped up for the feels like for the last two years. It's something we're ready to do. We're going to spend the money. Yeah. You mentioned Russia. I mean, how more goofy, goofier could the headlines be from what we're what are you referring to when it comes to goofy headlines from Vladimir Putin? 
Because the only <laughs> thing left is nukes. You're not talking about that, are you? Uh, absolutely. Anything from nukes to, um, you know, the, the fact that even though we're supposed to be having sanctions on Russian crude oil and natural gas going to the EU, uh. none of that has happened yet. <laughs> okay. Diesel. You know. Yeah. Back to the U.S. Diesel and the big rigs, yes, all the people delivering yes. stuff. Is there any hope that we could increase production for them and bring the price down to low fours, at least where all the other cars are, per diesel? I wish we could. I don't think so, Sergio. The problem we're dealing with is re- is limited refining capacity. We've had more of the diesel, the distillate refineries go offline than we have the uh, refineries that, that do gasoline, you know, and those kinds of products. So it concerns me the environment for changing that has to be regulatory, and we're not going to see the federal government change their regulatory environments because you know requirements. Because what they're going to do, what they're doing, is they're getting on the news saying we need more diesel, we need more gasoline, yeah. and then on the backside of this thing, the other half behind them are going, okay, increase the and you know increase the requirements to get those uh, refineries uh, relit and moving forward, or do not allow the the new fossil fuels. A refining capacity, so um, they kiss you on one cheek and bite you on the other. You still got plenty of jobs out there, you see, for drivers and also oil patch, because the per barrel price is really good right now. It is, but remember, it's just like we see in agriculture we've talked about before. The unfortunate part about it is the increased cost of production is astronomical. One of the biggest things that I'm seeing right now in the oil patches is it would be wonderful for jobs if we could just get the pipe to drill. And that's a big that's a big issue right now. Uh, drill stem is is a uh, is a real issue. We're having a hard time bringing that in. I want to get your quick comments on the possibility of liquefied natural gas note distribution. Potential investors, man, they keep selling contracts. You know, and I'm going to tell you one of the big subtopics that went around in the Davos Economic Summer, uh, Summit that happened this week was uh, LNG. And there's there's a lot of international interest on that. So I will tell you when you have when you have an opportunity that shows that we really do have a ready and willing market, um, that certainly does help investors. Uh, right now in a time when you have the SEC uh, telling people that you know they you have to uh, follow their what do they call it climate disclosures and and you know follow the the new rules that they have it, it gives us an incentive to go out and continue to try to produce and that in my mind and you and I've talked about this for a years now it's the greatest one of the greatest single opportunities we have this helps the entire country uh, by being able to take that liquefied or take that natural gas liquefied put it on a ship and be able to send it to the EU or wherever we need to send it yeah. it's a tremendous opportunity and I hope I get an opportunity to work for somebody on it. Have a great weekend, brother. As always, I appreciate your, your insight. Tim Snyder, matadoreconomics.com. In 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States, and now around 42% of all households in the United States have a firearm. People support the Second Amendment. For firearm enthusiasts, suppressors are a good idea when practicing at the range, indoors or outdoors. I mean, a suppressor doesn't silence your firearm, but it does help to protect your hearing, and even more so for those who like to spend a lot of time training with their firearms. My friends at Silencer Shop are the industry leader for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company 
and their customer reviews are awesome. So if you're new to shooting Suppress, I want you to know that Silencer Shop has made the NFA process easy. Details are online at silencershop.com with free shipping and no transfer fees. And their suppressors start at just $365. Search Silencer Shop on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and spend more time at the range protected with a suppressor that's right for you. See their variety and how to get yours through silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Yeah, this story had me had me laughing from from Haynes County, Florida. Tractor trailer driver facing charges crashed into the back of a Publix shopping center. Haines City happened last uh, happened yesterday, a Thursday afternoon. Michael Calville, 51, Cape Coral, Florida, was making a delivery to the shopping center. Uh, he tore an awning, hit an unoccupied truck, dragged about 200 feet. Officers showed up after the crash. And this dude refused to get out of the truck. He thought he was being punked by some TV show. And uh, his behavior was erratic, just weird. They asked him, hey, you've been sleeping? Uh, you've been drinking? Uh, you got a mental condition? What's going on with you? <laughs> the guy told uh, the officer, no, I was smoking my meth pipe. <laughs> so all the damage and, yes, even the methamphetamine charge, the possession charge, that's, that's what they're going to hold this guy to. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Police in Texas are under fire for waiting 40 minutes to confront the shooter. Beto O'Rourke makes a fool out of himself, again, and John Durham might lose his first court case connected to the Russian collusion fiasco. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us, follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.